Hello again, and thank you for deciding to share some of your time with me today. We will forever be sorting through the piles of confusing nutrition information that seems to be everywhere we turn. And today I'm focusing on one big four-way intersection that has to do with different eating styles. Uh, Not necessarily dieting styles, although I guess that could be an accurate word too, but I'm going to call them eating styles. So if I if I could see or hear you right now, I definitely would like to see a show of hands if you've ever heard of mindful eating and or intuitive eating or or maybe or if you haven't because those two are pretty popular but I don't think they're they've quite I don't think they've quite made it to where they're so popular that everyone has heard of it but if you have heard of mindful eating or intuitive eating you're not alone if those two things still seem pretty vague and that is exactly what today is about I want to give you some clarity around mindful eating intuitive eating as well as the difference between counting calories and counting macros and some other exciting news that I have at the end and how to know if any of these are right for you or not. Um, If you're new to the show, if you're a new listener, welcome. My name is Kelly Wilson. I'm the owner of fitfizstudio.com and I'm a certified trainer, nutrition coach, behavior change specialist, autoimmune disease educator, and I've worked in the health and fitness industry for over 25 years. I'm here to help you ditch the gimmicks, find strength, through your struggles, give you knowledge for making the smartest choices for your own health. And always, I'm here to remind you to help. I'm here to help remind you to celebrate victory all along the way. The information shared is for educational and informational purposes only. Nothing should be interpreted as an intent to diagnose, treat, cure, heal, or prescribe. I'm going to get even faster at that one day. All right. If we were to these, so this four-way intersection, if we were to take these four eating styles and list them from least rigid to most rigid, it would go like this. Mindful eating is least rigid, then intuitive eating, then calorie counting, then macro counting is the most rigid, but also the most effective if you want to change your body. So it's good to know a little bit about how each one works in order to decide if one of them might be right for you or if one might be more helpful for you to maybe manage your relationship with food or if it'll help you get closer to trying to change your body composition in, in, in any way. So let's start with mindful eating. Since this is the most non-rigid form uh, style of eating, it's probably the most difficult to define because it can be adopted into many different styles. But overall, it's about having a meal without distractions and a focus on being interconnected with the experience of your meal. So no TV, no devices, no multitasking. It's just you, your meal, maybe some company that's enjoying the meal with you and noticing all of the parts of the experience of having that meal. So the mindful part is really about having your mind very aware of what's happening, starting with having gratitude for the meal and using all of your senses, the aroma, carefully chewing with a purpose and chewing each bite very well. Think about where the various parts of your meal came from and how many people took care to get the ingredients from wherever they were grown to your house. 
and having compassion for yourself, uh, not allowing negative self-talk in your head about whatever it is that you're eating, doing your best to squelch any guilt that might pop up for whatever you're eating and simply enjoying it for the nourishment that it gives you or the happiness that it brings you. When you are eating, you are just eating when it's mindful eating and nothing else. And you do your best to stay right there in the moment in every way until you are done with your meal. And if you're practicing mindful eating, you're not having any intense emotional gossipy conversations. You're not rehashing your stressful day at work or anything like that. Overall, mindful eating should be interconnected with the enjoyment of a meal. And if you've never tried it, I think it's something that everyone should try at least once or many times. Now, moving on to intuitive eating. So there's a little bit more happening with intuitive eating. In fact, mindful eating or eating mindfully is part of intuitive eating. So intuitive eating is more involved and it actually has a set of 10 principles, which I will list for you in a minute, but a word of caution too. So when I first learned about intuitive eating several years ago, my first reaction was, wow, this seems pretty cool. But after learning about the principles or the fact that these principles even exist, That became a red flag to me that it was yet another dogmatic form of dieting with a cult-like following. And then I was quickly turned off to it because I saw that some of the people who who specialize in intuitive eating were, in fact, demonizing other ways of eating. So even though the overarching idea is to be helpful by ditching typical diet culture, a lot of people are in fact so heavily into it that they are creating disordered eating habits around a way of eating that is supposed to be therapeutic for disordered eating habits. So it's kind of chasing its own tail. So anyway, here are the principles that define intuitive eating. Principle one, reject diet mentality. Right away, this is where some of the trouble immediately comes in, because if you're rejecting diet mentality in anger, then you're automatically not being a mindful eater. And then there's principle two, honor your hunger. This is where a big part of the name intuitive eating comes from because it's about honoring your hunger. Eat when you're hungry. Don't eat when you're not. Stop when you're full. Always be aware of hunger cues at all times. Now, I'm just going to quickly go through the rest. Principle three, make peace with food. Principle four, challenge the food police. Principle five, feel your fullness. Principle six, discover the satisfaction factor. Principle seven, Cope with your emotions without using food. I think that's a really great one. Principle eight, respect your body. Another great one. Principle nine, exercise. Great. Principle 10, honor your health with gentle nutrition. So all pretty great in theory, right? So, and I think most of those are self-explanatory and they give a good picture of what intuitive eating is all about. Overall, the biggest thing with intuitive eating is the intuition part and honoring your hunger cues. A lot of us don't really even pay much attention to hunger cues until we're absolutely ravenous and then we go overboard. But with intuitive eating, there is no counting of any portions, no counting of calories or macros. And so this can be very therapeutic for people who have 
an emotionally destructive relationship with food or for people who are in recovery from disordered eating habits like orthorexia, which is being clinically obsessive about food. Um, in Intuitive eating has a lot of really popular books if you do have a curiosity in learning more about it than I'm covering here today. So you can search for that on your own if you're interested. But moving on to calorie counting. I don't think this one needs much explanation. I think that most adults would be able to effectively figure out how many calories they ate in a day if they had to by doing some Google searches or using an app. And if you've ever done it for any length of time, you quickly become quite familiar with how many calories are in the portions of food that you normally eat on a regular basis. And I think we all know that the basic idea of calorie intake is necessary for life and for energy and having too many calories on an ongoing basis will eventually lead to weight gain, especially if you're not active. But did you know that a calorie is a unit of energy? So in case you forgot this definition from your high school science class, the definition of a calorie is the energy needed to raise the temperature of one gram of water by one degree Celsius. But not all calories are created equal. And this is where the benefit of macro counting comes in. And macro counting, in my opinion, it's pretty close to 100% effective if you are serious, serious about making changes to your body in some way, whether it's smaller or bigger or leaner or whatever it is. Now, if you're good with how your body looks and you don't have any concrete goals to lose body fat or lose inches or gain weight or gain muscle, then you probably don't need to venture into the area of counting macros. But if you're someone who is like, I feel like I've tried everything, I hate how I look, I desperately want to lose such and such number of pounds, or if you say anything like that, but you have not, if you have not tried macro counting, this, in my opinion, would be the next logical step, the next thing you should try. But it only works if you put in the work and you have to be honest with yourself about what you're actually eating. And it's it's really not hard at all. And also counting macros, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And after you do it for, I don't know, two to three weeks, it really kind of becomes starts to become second nature. So if this is making your ears perk up, but you don't know how it works, first I want to say, please go listen to episodes 39, 40, and 41, where you will learn about the three macronutrients. Carbs, which have four calories per gram. Protein, which has four calories per gram. And fats, which have nine calories per gram. Now, the basic idea is that you or a coach like me will calculated, calculate what's called your macro split, meaning what percentage of your overall daily food intake will be carbs, protein, and fat based on the goal that you're trying to achieve. And other factors go into account like your weight, age, height, how, of, how often you're active, your current body fat, and how often you eat, and a few other things. Then based on that, for example, let's say you came to me and I calculated the numbers that are just for you based on what you told me. And let's say that your macro split ended up being 30% protein, 35% carbs, and 35% fat. And I told you 
how many grams of each one you should be eating per day in order to meet whatever the goal is that you told me you were trying to reach. Uh, Maybe, for example, maybe your goal was to lose 20 pounds in eight months or something like that. So let's say, for example, it turned out that based on your personalized calculation that you needed 150 grams of protein per day. So you would use an app like MyFitnessPal and there are other ones like MyMacrosPlus and there are all kinds of ways you can track it. But uh, you would, I recommend MyFitnessPal as a starting point. And let's say if you had three scrambled eggs, you'd enter that into the app and it might say that those three scrambled eggs contained eight, 18 grams of protein. And let's say you had a chicken breast at lunch and that totaled another 40 grams of protein. Then you'd know that you're at a total of 58 grams of protein so far for the day from the eggs and the chicken breast. So you'd need to try to get another 92 more grams of protein by the end of the day in order to reach that 150 gram number. And you will do that with everything that you ate So uh, you would also do that with your carbs and your fats, too. And by entering everything that you ate, you'd have a record of this, which helps make it easy and it gets easier over time. Um, Now, in case this happens to sound, if your head is spinning by all these numbers, if it sounds alarming or tedious, I want to reassure you that it's really so much easier and faster than it probably sounds. And if you're, as long as you're willing to learn just a little bit, and in fact, I think I, I would recommend everyone and anyone just try to download MyFitnessPal and just play around with it, even if you don't have specific macro numbers. Uh, because, and it's, what's cool about it too is you can even scan barcodes. Like, let's say you have a, a snack bar, you can just scan the barcode and it automatically enters um, that with all of the macros. Um, but, you know, even if you don't have specific macro numbers, MyFitnessPal can be a great tool to become aware of what you're actually eating if you've never tracked food before. And if you've never tracked food before, I'd be willing to bet that you're probably not getting enough protein. Most people really don't until they try actually counting it. And if you're a person who's always like, geez, no matter what I eat, I am always hungry. There's probably a good chance that you're eating more starchy carbs than you need to and not enough protein. Because remember how I said that not all calories are created equal? Well, your body burns through starchy carbs pretty fast. And if that's the main thing that you eat through most of the day, and that's what your snacks are always made of, it's no surprise that you always feel hungry all the time. And you probably don't, you probably do need more protein since when, when you increase your protein, your body takes longer to digest protein, which will counterbalance some of that hunger. Now, in case you're wondering, gosh, what if I try this macro counting thing and I can't hit those exact numbers? What happens then? Because I'm not sure if I can do it. Not to worry, because it's fine. The, the main thing is really that you're trying and learning and slowly improving. So hitting those numbers such as exactly 150 grams of protein per day, it can be a little bit tricky, but what matters is that you're trying to come close. If you hit 130 or 165, I still consider that kind of close for a beginner. And you just do your best. Now, if you only got 70 out of 150 grams of protein, 
then I, as your coach, would have a talk with you to assess what we can do to help you get closer to 150 because 70 is really not close and there's lots of room for improvement. But just to quickly bring all of the math full circle in case this whole concept still isn't quite making sense. So if I told you to hit that 150 grams of protein per day, and we know that each gram of protein has four calories, we know that if we take 150 times four, that equals 600. So 600 that that turns out to be 600 calories just from the protein that you eat. So see how that works? Pretty cool, right? And then, of course, you have your carbs and your fats to calculate in that way, too. Also, counting macros is not something you have to do forever. Sometimes even just trying it for a few weeks can teach you so much that it can be life-changing about how you view food and fueling your body and what actually works for you. A lot of people really love it. I love it. I'm going to start doing this myself again by the time you're hearing this episode. So if you'd like to join me, I have some exciting news that I am now offering macro coaching. So who is this for? It's really for anyone who wants to make a change in their body composition, or if you just want to become aware of what you're eating, like, are you eating enough protein? So what you'd get from me is a completely personalized uh, PDF that is based on your goals and your preferences. I have a couple of options, which you can find all the details at fitfizstudio.com slash coaching. But to give you a brief, quick rundown, you can choose just the personalized macro portion calculations, which is this 18-page report. It might even grow by the time you hear this, at least 18 pages. It's going to include your personalized macros that I calculate after you give me some basic information. It explains how to ease into it, how all of your fats, carbs, and protein are broken up, how much of each one you need. There's an additional section that I didn't talk about today, but also it also shows you another way that you can track your food by portion sizes, which is it comes in very close to tracking exact macros, but it's that's all in there. You get sample meal suggestions, tips on how to eat and how to choose foods to meet your goals. There is an entire page of protein sources, an entire page of carb sources, an entire page of fat sources, an entire page of vegetable options. It also tells you what you can expect in terms of losing or gaining in accordance with your goals. Um, It also tells you what the next steps are after you make some progress because the numbers, uh, your macro numbers need to be adjusted with how your body changes. They don't just stay the same forever. And there are a whole bunch of questions that are answered in your booklet, like what if this happens? What if that happens? How do I know when it's time to make adjustments? Plus, you will have access to me inside of the main FitFizz Facebook group so you can get basic questions answered. Now, this option does not include email coaching or adjustments, though. So for that, you can do the macro portion calculations plus the eight-week coaching option, which will include one to two adjustments if they're needed within that time frame, weekly check-ins with me as your coach, and I can hear about your concerns and make suggestions as needed. You'll get access to a different private Facebook group uh, where you can ask more questions You'll where we'll also do a monthly live Q&A video and get 
more information that way. I'm still working out all of the details, so there might be more to come by the time that you hear this, but you can find every detail at fitfizstudio.com slash coaching. So let me know if you have any questions. Thank you so much for listening today. Please leave a review for the show wherever you happen to listen. And if you enjoyed the show, uh, I would love to hear from you. Let me know if you have any questions, share it with a friend. And until next time, breathe, stay strong, and always celebrate victory. Celebrate victory.